Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Wayne. And I'm Brian. <laughs> Art, unfortunately, couldn't be here tonight. He's on assignment. Yeah. With... So it's like he's had a new microphone Are you talking into the mic? I don't think you're even talking. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wow. And I'm Brian. Brian. Uh, welcome, Brian. Thanks. <laughs> Just got in here late. Um, so you don't turn your mic on. Yep. Um, Art is not here. He's in San Francisco. He will be here next week with just trials and tribulations of an M5 owner. Hey, going back a few podcasts ago, did we mention Dazed and Confused is an awesome car movie? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Like several times. Because it was on TV the other day. We did get called out for not mentioning No Man's Land. I think we talked about it for like five to ten minutes. And we got called out for not mentioning Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. Didn't we mention that? I thought we did. I've never seen it, but I feel like we would have mentioned it. I don't think I've seen Maybe it either. I've watched bits and parts. I think it's, it was pr- before our generation, and then it wasn't an easy thing to get our hands on. Yeah, but so I mean, there to... were a lot I've of movies that we saw on... that were before our yeah. generation. I've seen it on yeah. TV and stuff, but I've never... But never... He is right. He was saying that it's like pre-GoPro, GoPro. Uh-huh. So watch it. By the way, I was going... We were doing some spring cleaning or whatever. Uh, whatever? I mean, it's not really spring. But you were cleaning? Yes. Um, going through some of these uh, old VHS tapes that I have. We don't even have a VHS player. Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo was in there. <laughs> was it I a, wish I would have brought it for you guys. Was it a taped copy or was it a no, real? No, that was authentic. Oh, it was legit, like the Disney case? Like it was the big, Disney case, one? yeah, the big one that had, yeah. has like nice opening yeah, and yeah. borders and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Shit, man. Mostly surf movies and stuff like that. Then like copies of movies and yeah. But, well, I like it. Um, what were we gonna say? It was, I think we had like a topic to talk about. Really, we had a topic. Oh yeah. About? Oh, can I? Do I forgot. I forgot one of my most controversial things. We had, oh yeah. We had mentioned that you know someone asked us a question about controversial. Yeah. And the other day, I was being followed by a Z8, and I think Z8s are ugly. That's true. You are you are in that camp. I think they're actually ugly, and, and I, I think they're cheesily executed. The details, <laughs> like they have plastic chrome in all the little gills and stuff, mm-hmm. and I think they're really cheap looking, and they're very Chevy SS looking. Well, that so is there controversial. And I think they have classic sports car proportions, but they're not classic proportions. They're blown up into this uglier car. They're trying to be. It's trying to be a classic, you know, British roadster. Well, it's yeah. It's paying homage to the 507. Yes. and But, I mean, it looks nothing like a 507. Right. Well, it has little cues, like all their cars try to take sure. little bits and pieces. But I think it's a beautiful design. I do, too. So uh, that's why it's controversial. And that's it. fine. And yeah. I, don't, I don't no, think that's... the interior is pretty bland. No, you too. don't have to convince us. Yeah. No, it's controversial. It is. It's almost uh, purposefully bland interior. That's true. Yeah. They and tried the ex- to the ex- but that. that's how the retro stuff goes. But the exterior right? exactly. with that, like all the the like the fog light surrounds, are this plastic chrome. I mean, I think Brian said it best. You don't have to try to convince us. Right. I'm just trying, no, to, I trying to convince you. Don't try to take your controversial thing and turn it to be. Well, now you guys will. Now you guys will see it, and you're gonna be like, No, no I've yeah, seen really, it. No, I, you're I, gonna I, look I, at these little details. No, I know the details. I can picture. I'm closing and my eyes. You know those parts are cheesy, though. I'm specifically avoiding considering those tiny details. Banjo steering wheel? Oh, so bad. Five, Alpina, really cool wheels? Oh, I hate those wheels. Well, the Alpina's, No one likes those Alpino wheels. It comes dude. later anyways with an automatic only. Yeah. Oh. Brian always I'm, says that, too. Every time he says that, we go, oh, those aren't the ones you want. <laughs> yeah. 
those aren't the dro- drones you're looking for. <laughs> exactly. uh, so that, that's my controversial statement. All right. Is there any other things that we missed in previous podcasts or things we need to bring yeah. up again? I don't think so. I think we're good. I don't think so. But um, should we do project car updates or do you guys not have them? Uh, sure. I got the Vanagon rolling this weekend. Um, what do you mean? A, Was it had not rolling? Dead battery. Oh. I'm not driving it for two months. Yeah. Um, jumped it. I bought that little jumper pack. Oh, and nice. Yeah. How much did you spend on yours? 60 bucks. Yeah. What's that? Well, I spent more. Uh, <laughs> gave me a Brian gave such a disapproving smirk. <laughs> was that disapproving? I, I don't was know. Like, that that was. was a good deal. That was a good deal. Yeah, or maybe it was like, I paid way too much. I paid way too much. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Well, because I shopped around for a while, and I, I got one with the highest peak cranking amps that what, I could find is? for the value. Oh, okay. 600 cold cranking amps. I think, I, think I jumped up to the big money territory, which was over $100, because uh, it had like 800 cranking amps, yeah. which like the diesel Jettas need a lot. Right. And I think so if you're that. doing like big trucks or something, you would need that, um, which I don't have. Um, yeah, I used mine two weeks ago on my Jetta, my diesel okay. Jetta. And I don't know what mine is. You but probably have the cheap one. And it worked great. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the other thing I paid extra for, though, was the case. Oh, that's Like nice. having a nice... Because it had, like, a variety of plugs that went along with it. Yeah, mine And I thought, one. I'm going to lose all that shit. That's a good thing to have, because mine doesn't have a case, so I have it in this little cardboard box that came Mine, mine has a case. Um, oh, yours has a it has case a, and It has a stuff? flashlight on it and a flashing red light. Oh, yeah, mine has that, too. Yeah. Well, yours is probably going to die within a few months. Mine's going to last longer, hopefully. Uh, has a one-year warranty. Oh, man, you're really driving it in. <laughs> this is a Cayman, too. Look at this brand name. Palmer and Axe. Whoa, oh, what? That's kind of fancy sounding. Yeah. It's got Amazon like a hipster-style logo. No. Um, also, uh, probably within a month or two of me getting mine, um, my dog ate the case. <laughs> Your dog is rad. <laughs> I just heard a little little story about your dog almost dying running across the highway. Oh, yeah. That's not a little story. That was a long story. Yeah. Dude. Dog is rad. Hey, it's not always easy. (laughs) (laughs) Good things don't come easily or something. Or at all. Um, She doesn't run away a lot, but when she does, she makes it really dramatic. dramatic. (laughs) She gets her money's worth. We had 10 people just in our crew surrounding her in different areas. She wouldn't come back? Oh, no. When she gets free, you like... You see this uh, switch just flip where, like, her eyebrows, like, raise, and she's like, oh, oh wow. you motherfuckers don't have anything oh, shit. To, <laughs> to lash me How down right now. How close are you to, like, just, just leave her? Just drive away. Uh, zero closeness to that. <laughs> um, but it was, like, so gnarly. We were in t- Truckee. Literally, this parking lot, we were commenting before this even happened. It was, like, the busiest parking lot you could have ever seen. There's, like, three cars going down each aisle. Everybody in fucking Truckee drives these giant F-250s. It's Truckee. Tiny dude. spots. <laughs> and, the name uh, is Truckee. It was just, like, packed to the gills, you know, like a nice weekend. Um, and it's right next, with no fence separating, it's right next to uh, whatever, the main road going through Truckee. 80. And it's not the freeway, or, or, but yeah. Um, yeah, just the main road through town. And yeah, she she bolts across the street eventually, but she did use the crosswalk. And uh, somehow, by miracle, she ran across when no other cars were there. So I was like running across the street, like with my hands out, and everybody's making fun of me because I'm making this drama scene. But- so you can never let her free in a place that isn't like fenced off? 
Um, I mean, that's that's yeah. No, we can't. That sucks. I don't know if that's for life. Like, yeah. it is kind of a puppy thing. And if how old you, is she? Usually, now? if we play it cool, uh, like a year a and a half. Anymore. Yeah. No, she's still that's a, puppy a year and a half. It's not a puppy. <laughs> this state. is Lane. You're talking Lane's to Lane. Just here. Ten years old. Know, of course, she's ten years old. <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> In human years. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. Well, we, I'm just, I mean, a year and a half. It's kind of out of puppy phase. It depends uh, on, the, on the breed. You know, yeah. when they're going to settle down. Is uh, so in theory, there's a chance that uh, she'll settle down after uh, five years. Okay. <laughs> we met a similar dog at the beach. Uh-huh. Uh, and they were like playing around and we're like, oh yeah, it must be a puppy too. And cause they're both going crazy and they're like, oh no, uh, yeah, our dog's like four and a half years old. Mm. Oh shit. They're still crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Enough dogs. Well, awesome. Gotcha. Uh, anyways, I heard a story. You weren't there. So I wanted to just, well, so you it. jumped your van again and took it for a drive. We drove, uh, the family went up to Davenport, California and we had breakfast really nice up there. Yeah. Good, good spot. It was foggy morning, but it's a nice morning drive. Yeah, cruising up the coast. That's like I've said before. That's the best drive for Vanagon. It's a fifty-five mile an hour speed limit. Uh-huh. Yeah, a, you're not getting anyone anyone's way. Yep, and that van will cruise easily at sixty. So it's not like I'm the one down. hill is going into town where yep. you have to go forty-five. Exactly, exactly. And then um, cruise back here, and I've also bought a solar charger, a trickle battery maintainer. So um, I plug that into the battery and so that's sitting on the windshield now so no more dead battery like on the dash or yeah that's cool yeah so shakespeare makes it um or no schumacher i mean i think it's schumacher so how do you wire it it clamps directly to the battery and then Uh it plugs in to the solar panel where's the battery on those cars where does it the battery is under the passenger seat okay Oh, so that makes it really easy. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, where is Well, the... actually, now so you say that... how about for a normal conventional car? It's got a pretty long cord, so you'd go under the hood and then come up and around and leave the charger wherever you want. So, I don't know. I, I bought an extension cord on Amazon because uh, it's a little short for what I want to do with it. And someday, if I wanted to park the car, let's say I parked it in a carport or didn't have a lot of sun, I could run that solar panel to another area. Uh-huh. And have it go to the battery. So yeah, like on the nine forty four, I have a little. Uh, I just have a cutoff, so I, that's know, good. I disconnect because it's not a modern car where I have to worry about. Codes See, I don't have that, and stuff. I have a I have a modern alarm system on it, which I don't like. But it yeah. came with the car, and that I think is slowly draws it down. But it uh, took like yeah. you know six weeks before mm-hmm. it was too dead. So, anyways, that's my project update. Nice. Brian, Brian, you got anything? Um, did I talk about getting the scooter back together? Yep. Did you sell it? No. Okay. But it's ready. You've uh, been driving around? But yeah, yet. I just did the test like down to the bottom of the hill and back up, and nice. everyone's good. Everything's great. Okay. Um, only one screw left over that I have no idea where it goes. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Um, Probably was extra anyway. And then uh, the 190E, I, after selling the E36 M3, I finally have money for the other cars. Um, mm-hmm. So the 190E, I ordered like the steering parts, um, and so I was getting those today from Pelican Parts. Um, so your commute may be changing or going back to what it was a little bit. Yeah, nothing's uh, set in stone. But, yeah, but I'm saying but, that your goal is to be commuting again. So yeah, the 190E is going to be that car. 
Uh, yeah. I until mean, until the Jetta, it's basically it out. just my in betweener for the Jetta, and Got then it. I'll, I don't know, I'll see if it's reasonable to drive that. Yeah, uh, could be totally fine. Drive it. Yeah, it could be fine. I, I don't think it, it's going to last super long for me. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like there's going to be things here and there that are going to bug me out, and it's not going to be worth it to be messing with any commute over the hill. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. Then once I get to that point, it'll be. Uh, a new question of what to replace the 190e with um which is what i was planning but yeah so i ordered up like the tie rods uh left and right um and then there's like a like a so uh, i'm not going to remember all the names of the steering components because it's a steering box or steering racks or whatever uh non like hydraulic setup yes uh and it's got the arms that stick out the tie rod arms and then but there's some other there's like another shock that's in there center yeah stabilizer steering stabilizer yeah and then like i don't know there's like some other bushing set that i'm like redoing that um and then also i bought the uh gosh no i'm totally blown the lower ball joints on both sides um because one was reported as bad uh but the lower ball joints i was looking up the deal the deal for like actually replacing that and i don't think i want to do it myself it's like you, you got to do all press. the presses and everything and we can um, get those press yeah you just bring them to like warren's old work or yeah. like car parts or yeah, yeah, so they'll, i pull they'll off the entire knuckle yeah. and take it in mm-hmm. they'll press the old ball joint out press oh okay mm-hmm. all right maybe that's, that's not too bad then yeah. oh, but, ball then, joint. but i have to do i i do have to figure out like i have to do the spring compressor and all that oh right 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 so um, what I I called up Rick's Mercedes in yeah. Scotts Valley, mentioned like you know this is a little weird. I already bought the parts, but I think I'm you know it's not something that I want to tackle myself with all the tools needed. Um, and so I'm gonna bring it by at some point. There you go. And he'll take a look, and yeah. I might just pay him to do it. That's smart. You just get it done. Yeah, and then I guess I'll do the other stuff, or maybe I'll end up paying him to do all of it. I don't know. Right, it depends because right. you kind of pull that stuff apart when you're doing totally. It's joints. up in the air and just yeah, yeah. yeah, knock it out. Um, and then also I started up my conversation with Doctor Djet, uh, the guy Volker from um, Germany or wherever. Damn, that's a lot of weird names. yeah um about the uh the parts for the fuel injection from the 280 motor for the older bends that i have um and so i'm still i'm I'm jumping back into that project and going down the list to see uh just check out all the fuel injection components and make sure that they're all, all the right part numbers and they look okay yeah um so so far i've got two parts that are the wrong part numbers um, or look bad. And uh, so I have an order set up already and I just, I might add to it over the next week or so. God, I wish that car was good. You're, you're a W116. Like I wish it was a nice dude. So car. I just, we have family in town, yeah. so we're going to have a few more cars. Uh, so I just moved, I started it up. I, you know, I just pull the negative cable on the battery. So I put the negative cable back on starts up right away oh wow and i just you know ship so drop cool. it into reverse pull it around put it around back nice it doesn't run perfect just like when i brought it to santa cruz but yeah it's just like i don't know it's kind of big kinda nice yeah. that's so cool and it is pretty rad dude like you know like just looking out the view out the back as i'm backing it up it's like pretty massive car for the totally. day and uh it does feel luxurious yeah, i mean rad. yeah part of me i mean it's not 
you know, like I'm not going to register it or anything, but there is a part of me that wants to, and I think I'm going to get the motor running. I'm going to try to get the motor running good in the 116 before I transfer it over. Um, but, uh, you know, get it running good and then chop the top off. <laughs> Shit, don't. Cruise it for like a week. Don't. All right, fine, you can. I mean, I don't think it, the body's worth nothing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's totally rusted out. Like, How about the doors and stuff? Doors are totally fucking rusted. Oh, it's yeah, pretty gnarly, actually. actually. I mean, the top's fine, but yeah, no one's going to buy a top. It's, no, it's no. really rusty. Yeah. That. I mean, the hood, I'm not going to mess. Like, I could potentially sell the hood. That's yeah. that's okay. But yeah. yeah. But you're not cutting the hood off, so that's fine. Right. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't drive it anywhere. I, I've got no plates for it, so that'd be asking yeah, for yeah. trouble. But Just do a loop around your woods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? Is that it? No. Okay. That's it. Lane? I don't have much. Uh, we sold the pumpkin at, at my work. Oh, we what? We sold the R107 on no eBay. No way. Yeah. How'd it go? Ask? We got our... Uh, buy it now. Oh, actually. good. So good. 10.5. Sweet. Yep. So we sold that. and I forget. You put Euro bumpers on it? It had Euro bumpers. It is a it's Euro. A old, oh, it's, it's a, a Euro or it's an old one? No, it's a Euro. It's a 280. Yeah. So it's a six-cylinder. It's your engine. So rad. Automatic. So it's the same engine as you're, you're yeah. putting in that car, essentially. Yeah. It's a dual overhead cam, uh, six-cylinder. What year is it? 76. Oh, dude. That's like, you probably have, I wonder what fuel injection system it is on it. I don't know. It, that's interesting. I, you still have the car, huh? Yeah. I might have you take a picture of it yeah, tomorrow I can take a because uh, I might have I have pictures. Oh, you probably do. Yeah, um, yeah. Because some of those components are really specialized, and it's kind of mm-hmm. it's interesting. It'd be cool just to see it. It's a slow car. It's just like such a cruiser, you know. Uh, it doesn't get up and go at all. No. Yeah. But I cruised it to what lunch if- the other day with Art, and uh, or I cruised to meet him at, for lunch, and. Uh, it was pretty cool to cruise around that thing. It gets tons of looks, and it's like kind of a different, I guess, total seventies color. And totally, stuff. Dude, that color so, so awesome. It was kind of felt kind of pimpy, you know. Yeah, yeah, solid. Cool. solid. So, if you had a manual transmission in that car, it would still be really slow. Really, it's that bad. Yeah, I mean that's all. That's all I'm looking at right yeah. now. Basically, your car's lighter. It can't be that much lighter. I think. I think it I is, should look it up. Dude. I should look it up. I think it's twenty nine hundred pounds. Or yeah, something. it's and this these those are one of sevens. I want to say they're like thirty three or something like that. Uh, so it's I don't know. I yeah, bet I it's a little bit, but and I think with a manual, it, it's still like it's it's not it's fine. Like around town and stuff. I mean, it gets it it's fine. It gets up to freeway speed and everything. It's yeah. just like when you're going. 40 miles an hour and you gun it, there's nothing there. Yep. Uh, it's that. That's how my S-Class was. Yeah. You're at a 280 SE and it was yeah. the same thing. Just It was a momentum car. Mm-hmm. I might need mm-hmm. to get, you can get cams for those motors, but I think they're hard to find. Might wake it up. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Put a cool exhaust on it or something. Yeah, that know. might help. Little things like that. Yeah. yeah. But they're nice and smooth and Dude, cool that's looking a, such a pimpy car. I'm, it's kind of too bad that you never took that on a rally or anything. Yeah. Well, we have plenty of them. So yeah, yeah. There'll be chances for that. The 500Es at the shop right now getting like a... It had massive intake manifold leaks. Who's 500E? Or, or sorry, not 500E, but 500SL. Oh, gotcha. Our, uh 83. Yeah. Euro 500SL. So it was running like, like basically a total lack of power. Like almost like it was running on, you know, six cylinders or something. And, uh, we were spraying some like 
carb cleaner and like around, around the to see. And all of a sudden it raises up. All of a sudden, like all around the intake. Yeah. So the intake manifold, or yeah, the intake manifold gasket's just gone, I guess, and it was just crazy huh. leaks. So I imagine, hopefully, that's kind of all it was, and that's why I was kind of running a little poor. Yeah. Um. Sometimes you need to machine those intake manifolds themselves. Oh, really? In some cases, if they're old and well, we tired. brought the car to this shop that uh, John's actually been bringing cars to for like twenty years. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty, like, well-known, and they're really well-known. Like, they do 300 – they always have, like, several 300 SLs in there. What? Wow. Like, crazy high-dollar stuff. Like, I, I think I sent you guys a a Porsche Spider of some kind, a, like, a year ago, a picture of it. Yeah. It was, like, this crazy one-off, like, $15 million Porsche. Jeez. Uh, it wasn't a 550. It was, like, a – I don't know. It was like an RSK or something crazy. Right. It was, but they have they have really cool stuff there all the time. Wow. So, so these guys are like Mercedes experts. Old know? old Mercedes experts. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the dude's German and cool. It's expensive to get stuff worked on. I basically. Bet. <laughs> but they cut, they know what they're looking at with all. And the if deals. he's gone there a long time, probably, they might cut him some deals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it probably pays for itself if they can diagnose the problem right yeah, the first exactly. time. Exactly. No one wants to mess with these older cars either. It's getting like, harder. Like, it really struck me when we were talking to Alex at Sharkworks about 928 Porsches. Yeah. And he's just like, nobody wants to work on those. Nope. They, that's really true. Yep. If you find a good mechanic that works in 928s, I bet he's the only one in a 500-mile radius. Or, yeah. Yeah. There's that's... a place up in Redwood City or something, like, or somewhere high-tech automotive up up actually across the Bay Bridge or Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. And that's where mine was serviced forever. Wow. And they actually worked on 928s. Like, they knew how to adjust the clutch on the early 928. It has these shims and stuff. Does Fastlane here in Santa Cruz work on Dude, he, on he would, like, work on mine, but not... You know, he's like, basically, I don't work on 928s. He'd cover it up when he was in the shop so no one saw it and thought, oh, this guy <laughs> works on them. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like we had a conversation about that once, and it was like the... I mean, the type of person that was... For a long time, the type of person that bought a 928, it's a five hundred dollar mm-hmm. car yep. that needs five thousand dollars worth of work. Yep. So the buyer of that type of car is not the type that is a good customer for a shop. It's also like for a shop like Tim's, he has what two bays or something like that, three bays, two and a half, two and, a half. Uh, and that car would be sitting on a lift as he's trying to get parts for the car. Like, you can't just go to Napa and get the parts. And he can't even get the parts from, say, the Porsche dealer. He can, but they're going to be coming straight from Germany, and it's going to, even if you PDX them, it's still going to be a week out, right? So you're going to have a car that's not running on a lift for two weeks. And then you get another part, you know? Like, so you're taking up this lift space. Yeah, I guess it'd be one thing if you were just doing brakes. But even then, a caliper is frozen. And then... uh, Bolt won't come loose. But that's pretty your... basic stuff because they share all those those yeah. things with all the other cars. So that's not... I guess I'm just thinking of like a simple job that can go wrong. So mm-hmm. even if you take one on and you're like, yeah, whatever. It's just a yeah, service. Sure. And then something goes wrong. It's yep. stuck. Yeah, that's sketchy. Yeah. And that's the way the, all these Mercedes are too. Like Brian brought his car with, you know, when his head gasket went to that one dude. And he's like, oh, you should try and pull the head. You know, he's like, yeah, I don't want to like, work on it. He's, and 
Yeah, so I took it to one guy, and he's like, yeah, you sh- you know, yeah. give me instructions. Like, basically, you can't afford to pay a shop to do this type of stuff. Yep. And then I took it to another guy, and he's like, yeah, no, I won't work on it unless you have a spare head ready to go. Yep. Because it's probably going to need that. It's like, dude, I just want to know what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm sure if you threw a lot of money at it, you could probably get someone to do it, but it would just yeah. be way more expensive than yeah. the car's worth. And they're For kind sure. of help trying to help you help them. It's a good uh, time to bring up, like I. For a long time, when I was a kid, I was always kind of looking at cars outside of the norm. And um, after racing, it really highlighted for me the fact, like, uh, there's a few cars that are popular, and they're popular for a reason. Go with those cars. Exactly. Like, if you want to have fun, go with those cars. Because the network of people who know about them is huge, and everything is going to be easier. And everyone's going to... it goes for this stuff. Like, when you're finding a shop, like, if you have a Toyota pickup in Santa Cruz, every single shop is going to be able to help you. They've all done a million of them. Everyone's going to talk shit about the numbers produced of a certain car. So E30s, for example, get hated on because there's so many of them, right? But you can still find parts. You go to pick and pull. You can find parts. And there's three or four companies that specialize in only E30s. Yeah, and they're making... They're making... They're remanufacturing parts because the car has demand because there's enough of them to need to need still out there parts yeah. right. So that was part of my reasoning for going with an early 944, the simple 944, and not like an S2 or something like that too. Right. Like those cars are the same. What thing. about You're, the? Post nine six eight five eighty five and a half nine forty. Those are fine. Those are fine. Yeah. As long as there you're were a lot a of those too, A yeah. valve car, like so. But if you're going into the, even the turbos, they're like pretty rare when you look at the actual numbers, you know. Right. Um, or S twos nine sixty eights are super rare, you know. So you get into the it needs this one part, and they don't make that. You know, There's one guy in England that has yeah, one. Exactly. And like, oh, like, fuck. and that's Ryan's part of the appeal with fuck. the the 911s that are going crazy. I mean, you go almost any year, and a lot of stuff's interchangeable. Yeah. So it's like right. it's easy to find mechanics that can work yep. on a very broad range of those years because they're all the same. Dude, so if that's they like stop a lot of appeal. Something you can just get a 993 motor and put that in. Like, right. It's very yeah. You can do whatever you want. But you right? would think the same thing would be true for old cars, like old American cars. But that world's kind of dying off, too. People that want to work on them, at shops that will take them on, yeah. it's getting harder and harder. Yeah. Um, it has to be a full-on hot rod shop. Exactly. And then you go talk about machinists and that whole world. That's slowly, like, fading away. There's yeah. not a lot of young people that are going to take uh, that on. And if there are, they're not definitely not in this part of the world. No. There's way too much money to be had but doing other hopefully stuff. Hopefully, with all this 3D printing and stuff like that, we're going to start seeing kind of rather than machining and stuff like that, we'll be able to make Brian's little valves for his, you know, whatever fuel injection he has and kind of make stuff like that. Volvo map pockets. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, we're like kind of a long ways out from that, but it's definitely, it it feels like there's no way that it couldn't happen in the future. Like we're going to be able to do that eventually. Yeah. I mean, I think we're already seeing some of that stuff. They're making, you know, 3d printing little stuff. You know, like I said, a lot of the 3D printing stuff isn't quite there. That I've but yeah, with, I mean, but... give it give it some years. Yeah. So what are we talking about again? I have something to admit uh-huh. that uh, I'm in love with a stripper. Oh, okay. And that's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a car came into my shop, and it's one of those cars that I know better. I it's oh, beautiful. It smells good. <laughs> It, Jaguar it, XJ6. It fits me really well. 
Um, I haven't always loved them. I've always appreciated them, but I know that I shouldn't want them because they're complicated and they're not very valuable. Mercedes W126. You're really close. The next one up, W140. Which one is that? So 90s. Oh, 90s S-Class. S-Class. Big body. Big body, big car. So the story is this is a 92 500 SEL. It's dark blue with a light blue bottom valance on dark blue leather. And it's in really good cosmetic condition. Like, it's been garage its whole life. I think it was uh, with the original owner up until this year. Um, but it's being brought in for oil leaks. So uh-huh. first thing, I, I know that those things have problems with that. So what is that? Like, rear main seal? Like what? It's basically everything. It's power steering. It's distributor O-ring. It's valve cover gas. Valve cover. It might be rear main. It might be something else. To properly fix it, it's pull the motor and reseal the whole thing. Like if you were really going to do it. Okay. Right. But the car is in such nice shape. It's got good wheels and tires. Um, tie mile is a 190. Uh, Mercedes. I mean, yeah. Uh... And it's fully optioned it's got heated front and rear seats rear reclined seats power everything so what engine is that 500 5 liter v8 oh that is a 5 liter yeah okay it's they didn't a, use the 5.6 not at that point and later on they use the 5.6 hmm. you get a 560 sel okay. it's a 500 so the 92 this car brand new and you take a guess on on value 100 and in 90, Yeah, in 92, I'm going to say... I'm going to say $90,000. Uh, I'm going to say 110. Brian, 93000 So I think they made a 600 to that point. That was probably the 110. But this is an expensive car. So the owner brings it in. He's got a younger guy, and he says, tell me if it's time to take it to the junkyard. And when I see it, I'm going, it's <laughs> not going to the junkyard, first of all. We look at it. It over the overnight it left like a palm or you know hand sized puddle of oil. Okay. The belly pan was full of oil. He says that he has to add about three, two to three quarts between oil changes, which I'm thinking that's not that bad. Yeah. But uh, other than that, it's got like a bad rear window regulator that's really slow to go up. It goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, trunk is kind of hard to shut, and the rear power headrest only one works. All right. <laughs> dude, LS swap. Oh, give me a break. Um, so, but that kind of fits, dude. Where's the value, though? What are you going to do? Value? There's no value in these cars. But that's the thing. Is like, I'm not going to keep it. It's not like a car. You're going to drop like six grand on it. Oh, LS I thought swap. you were going to keep Ryan, the car. Yeah, it's a stripper. You're going to marry a stripper? I thought you wanted to marry it. No. Dude, you know I, know I have wrong. crazy ideas about this stuff. Yeah. About strippers? I thought you I've been lo- I've been looking at 140s, W140s as a commuter car option. So I'm, I'm looking at this car. I we I call him and I tell him what's going on and he's like oh man is like I said you know I really like these cars if you're thinking of selling it don't just get rid of it at the junkyard like let me know and he goes well I'll sell it right now eight hundred bucks so you bought it <laughs> <laughs> so I told him I'd sleep on it and look at it a little more carefully when was that yesterday. And he's in no rush. It's already been at my shop for a week. Yeah. So I've drove it around a little bit. It's pretty fucking nice. It's It would be a fun car. I would almost do like Coastal Range Rally in it. Like it would just be fun to just 
four windows, Brian, all the way down. Four windows, all the way down. Four all windows, the way down. All the way and down. it's got the double pane glass. Oh, yeah. And the seats are amazing. It also needs a radio. The Becker's crackly as hell. Oh. So it needs a new Becker. It's just stuff, you know, like it adds up. And then oh, yeah. when you get down to it, even after you detail it and steam clean it and stuff. It's still not worth anything. Maybe two grand to the right buyer if you really. You're saying with the oil but, leaks. But nobody's, yeah. nobody's really in that market. Right. And it's going to be like for a high school kid. What was the quote kid. for you guys? Did you guys have a quote? Yeah. So is to, that if, to do if you it, don't mind saying? No, no, no. To do it properly, you would essentially need to pull the motor. 3500 really, Yeah. So like motor out is 22 hours, something like that. Um, so Jesus, that's yeah, a lot. plus gaskets and stuff, three grand, you know, something like that. Um, and then who knows where you're going to find, it's probably going to need distributors. They all do. Um, it had like some airlines, uh, vacuum lines that look kind of old. Some of the ho- coolant hoses were yeah, starting you do to all swell. That. So you're looking at like four grand. Yeah. For a car that's worth two, huh. 2,500. But you could also look at it. I mean, if it, you want that to be your car, you could only be, you know, you'd be in it for less than five grand for this like really nice, the nicest, car. It's basically like, with the nicest car that Mercedes could come up with yeah, in '92 yeah. and fully like, you know, dialed it is, in. It's great. kind of not really fully dialed in because what if the tranny goes out? I mean, two hundred thousand miles. Yeah, exactly. And like, and one of the guys that one of the mechanics that worked drove it, and he's like, "Oh, it's kind of slow to go in reverse." And I'm like, "Oh, fuck." Right. You know, that's just one of those things that could be fluid. It could be just when it was cold, but yeah. it probably needs a tranny eventually. And those trannies are hard two, to come by, yeah. maybe. You maybe know, that's another two grand. Actually, the funny thing about those cars, something that's crossed my mind, is maybe they're not hard to come by. Maybe so many people junk yeah. these things because they're worth nothing. Yep. There's a ton out there that, that probably hard don't, to find. don't pass smog and they're 500 bucks all day long. Yeah. And you get a tranny from that, but you got it. This is a labor of love exactly. that you're wrenching and on this fucking beast that we're just the conversation five minutes ago. Nobody is maintaining these things. Right. You are on your own. And if you this are is not an E30 that everybody knows about, I know you're on your own. And if you are maintaining them, you're paying someone a lot of money to do so. Yeah. And those are the cars, the, the 80,000 miles garage queens in Palm Springs or whatever that are worth a ton of money because they're fucking killer and perfect. So they charge a lot hourly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you'd basically be, it would only be a good option for someone who wanted a car to drive and work on it as you go along. You're not going to flip it. The best case scenario is detail it and do a no reserve auction. Yeah. And what, see what the market says. What if he drove in there and uh, the car had 90,000 miles? I would and, buy it. And he was like, I got something new. I don't really, you know, it was just a regular service. Not, no oil leaking everywhere. Yeah. Really? You'd buy it. I think they're, you can buy those. They are out there. But you're going to be more for, like six grand. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe eight. Yeah. And so I, then at Warren's that point, saying he would buy it for eight. Oh, you would buy it for 800. Yeah. I, what I was going to say is was would you buy like, market? yeah, would you buy no. it for 3,500? Because bucks? I don't need a car. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing is it would just be something fun to kind of cruise around with for the next few months, maybe fix the most glaring issues. Like maybe if I could find a couple leaks that are just, you know, hose here. That's or what I was thinking. I mean, yeah. Like how long can really you run look? it? Yeah. Is there any, we did. Like, there was this front timing cover that is just a, uh, son of a bitch to get to. Uh-huh. I think it was like a, you know, six hour job or whatever. Oh, and that's uh, just one thing. And 
you don't even know what you're really getting into because everything you touch could just fall apart. And I mean, yeah, the- it's hard one because and at the end of the day, you just have this big like whatever 25 year old luxury vehicle that's that's I not I, you know it's it's just that right it's, i would i think the best option would be to steam clean it do as much of the leaks as you can get all the electronics to work you know like i was saying maybe find a becker fix that window adjust the trunk and do a no reserve because maybe someone in wisconsin is like oh my god i haven't seen one of those for years yeah, no but rust, then you're rust, kind of a shitty person right no no i mean i could say that it, it as is yeah it, he's selling it with leaks yeah yeah I'm just saying, clean it and detail it. Yeah, so. and it's still it's a good car. That's it's, the thing. The interior is perfect, and for it's still a it's still a great car. Those are great cars. Yeah. It's just it, yeah. it needs to be attended to. It's like a 928, right? Or and the, whatever. it has dash cover and rear dash cover. Oh, uh, it's got blue dash door cards, leather carpet. I mean, the whole, it, dark blue, and it's it's really pretty. It's just and those seats are great. The doors shut like nothing else. Yeah, it's also got. Um, soft closed doors for 92 oh wow kind of crazy shit and it all works um this is really funny i look at it and i'm like oh it's got the fucking uh the first aid kit is back there and it's never been touched every fucking mercedes has a first aid kit and they've never been touched i want a bloody one i want one that's like ripped (laughs) apart and like people ripped it open with their teeth and there's like fucking you know everything's missing it's like holy shit what happened what happened here it's like pieces of skin every old mercedes someone like has a picture of them holding it or like opening the little yeah the flap and yeah it's nothing to be coveted no it's just old band-aids that don't work anymore (laughs) exactly like good for you man you got some gauze (laughs) yeah (laughs) can't wait for that time i need gauze all the time and little tiny uh scissors yeah, and those butterfly band-aids. Yeah. Like, God, someday, man, that's going to yep. be me. So, anyways, I had enough. Um, I, I at least wanted to admit it to you guys. I think well, you're you did the right it. thing by telling us. I think I'm over it. I I, yeah. I hate to say it. So, okay, guys, if you could do a, if you just needed a car for the summer, you flew over from Germany, you just needed to drive dude, around Santa Cruz for the summer. Be awesome. You buy that for eight hundred bucks. You chop the top off. Jesus Christ! Parties everywhere. He said the town. only issue is that when he drives it, he commutes in it, and it only starts notice. He notices that it's kind of smoking a little bit when he's in stop and go traffic after it's super hot. Oh well, it's just because at speed there's a lot of smokes behind him. <laughs> Maybe, but <laughs> I just think it's hot enough. You know, driving around town, I think you could get away with it. Like my yeah, yeah, yeah. my commute and around yeah. town, like yeah. that thing would be rad. Yeah, but perfect. where does he commute in it? Over the hill. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's got a bunch of old cars and stuff. So and it's projects. an interesting thought because, um, uh, like I said, I was looking at these. You know, if you're going to yeah. buy an automatic, uh, why not go all out and get full luxury? Um, oh, yeah. So I he's got a hundred. I wouldn't even want a manual in this car. Oh, no, no. Yeah. But I'm saying. So if there was option. He's got 190,000 miles and it's still going. So yeah. if you can find one with a hundred thousand miles for five grand, they're out there. But there's still these pitfalls, and one of them is the wiring harness in those cars is made of that biodegradable. Oh yeah, like she- Tom was talking sheeting about sheeting that essentially they all need to be replaced. My thought was that at twenty five years, that all of them have been replaced that are still on the road. Yeah, if it's still going. But I Actually, guess that's I, not I true. I forgot that he had said that. I guess that's well, not true. That's the thing, too. Even if it has 100,000 miles or 50,000, it's still it's a 25-year-old car. It's right? the age. So. And then you also deal with oil leaks and vacuum yep. leaks and all that because stuff. Because it hasn't been driven expensive enough. electronics. Like, I went and looked at the power steering pump. Not, not that it's electronic, but I was just seeing, okay, if it needed that, 
if I had to do a pump on this car, yeah, what, what is the pump? Cost? And I think the pump, my cost was like 500 bucks. Ouch. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, fuck, dude, I'm going to be into this power steering job, like, you know, $800. Non-existent power steering <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's just one little part of it. And uh, so, anyways. So what about a m- more recent car, the W220, the next generation S-Class? Yeah, that's a whole other. So the guys that I work with are, are modern Mercedes lovers like or at least yeah. they appreciate it for all that they're not really into the old stuff so that's the one with the more droopy headlights yeah uh, they got a yeah. little round yeah, it's just more aerodynamic yeah. looking yeah um tom has one uh they're they say they're much better and they they think the motors are better i mean everything's better about them according to these guys so yeah that's another option but i still look at resale values for those and they're kind of expensive for a good one um you're not yeah, definitely like gonna find 800 dollars ones that look like that yeah no you're and, like 10 15 yeah for a decent one yeah. um but art- still might i mean for that money i mean that's almost like uh what is yours uh, you're not you don't have an, it's a tsx yeah you're accurate so, I mean, it's almost similar. You could almost get it for similar money as a TSX. Yeah. So, but you it's get definitely in, more risky. But you get into that weird area, right? That that age of a car and where electronics and where they were using a lot. So, is it almost better to go one two six W one two six? I think so. Or find one like because that, it's a little less that complicated. Five thousand dollar one I found in Arizona that was just like cherry. That thing looks so nice. One two six. A one two six, and it's been kind of dialed and gone through, and it's already had all those kind of, uh, you know problematic areas dealt with and just find a good one the other thing that happened was an r129 came through and i hadn't sat in one for a while like it's just been a while and i kind of sat sitting in it checking it out those fucking doors on that car weigh about 500 pounds (laughs) each and my technician at work said that they designed them to you can safely a grown man can sit sit on on the door and it'll close and open normally perfect yeah that is insane. That like is hinge insane. Quality. I always love those metal, the st- like stainless striker, like the yeah. striker cover or whatever. So I was telling them my dream of an R129 rally car or a quote unquote rally car, just a whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And they're just laughing at me, basically. They're like, what are you talking about? That's the stupidest thing. <laughs> this big, heavy car that has a crappy wiring harness and these old motors and stuff. And he's like, at least get the last version of the, the R129. I'm like, no, that's not. I, good. <laughs> I know, so I told them, like, that's not that's the one I don't want. Yeah. And they're like, they just don't see what I'm talking about. It's good <laughs> good input. I know. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to, like, kind of get their uh, attention. Yeah, <laughs> sort yeah. Sort of. So we'll see. That's we'll see what funny. happens. So... I don't know. It's all all the updates I have. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. I worked on a. Oh, did I say? Oh, I I kind of fiddled with my nine forty four. The rear bumper is a little more like just kind of get the gaps a little better. And I got them all. I got it almost perfect. Did you get your vinyl stripe or whatever you're gonna do? No, I didn't do it okay. yet. I need to get that going though. Yeah. And then, oh, I replaced the glove box door finally on the 944. Oh, was I it, forgot that was an outstanding. That was like issue. a year ago. I was think. it broken? Remember, I uh, he I was it bringing my backpack. backpack. That's right. Yeah, and I That's pulled right. my backpack and it it ripped the vinyl mm-hmm. or the off the foam kind of. So kinda, you repaired or replace it? No, so I. A long time ago, I had bought a uh, replacement door. Okay. And I was kind of like, oh, how does this work? And I never got around to doing it. Yeah, so yeah. it's super, it's two bolt, you know, two screws and you just 
plop it in. Yeah. Uh, there's there's no like fine adjustments that are impossible to get right. No. It's the E36 M3s are notorious for doors that are always misaligned. It is a little it. They're always a little misaligned. Yeah. Actually, I mean, yeah, it yeah. is a little misaligned. Like, but. I think there's it's some fine, adjustment I could probably do. There isn't really any adjustment, but there's adjustment that I think I can do with like a Dremel to like hone out the holes so I can push it in a little bit at the bottom mm-hmm. and do stuff like that. Just um, elongate the the opening. Where or maybe the screw just goes in. hewn it. Hewn it. Yeah, it's like Urban yeah. Outlaw stuff. <laughs> no, it's not like Urban You Outlaw. should uh, punch a bunch of holes in the glove box for weight, oh, weight we savings. Go. I should not have a glove box door at all. Or make it really light Lexan so you can see all your contents. Well, like on the rear bumper, I spent tons of time just um, dremeling the little where the it fits on the bracket because the way it goes on, it it hits the, the brackets like a U on the car and it goes around this this bracket you know it's like a female basically and going around this male piece that you put on mm-hmm. so it hits so i was i was um grinding that back Cuning. so it could go further so the bumper could fit flusher to the body because it has big gaps on the on the sides yeah. and that's the way if you look at the picture of like european rear bumper you know all the cars in europe they have big gaps oh. right there and it's I mean, I'm sure it's some kind of thing. So if you get in an accident, it yeah, doesn't, doesn't hit against the, the body, body yeah. and everything. So, you know, it's some kind of protection, but I don't give a shit about, you know, whatever. Yeah. It, it's going to fuck up the car regardless. So, um, right. so I made the gaps, you know, down to an eighth inch or something like that or, sure, you know, just so it looks a lot better in yeah. my, in my yeah. opinion. That's good. Yeah. Cool. So those you are get that all, all dialed in before Laguna Seca? Is that your goal? I don't really care. How dare you? Come on, dude. Final guy. Two stuff, weeks. Man. Just doing stuff. Two weeks, man. I know. Do you have a front bumper coming? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't officially ordered it yet. So my vinyl dude, guy, his nickname that's... is Turtle. So it's pretty. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's not good. So we're it's in two weeks. Well, not this weekend, but next weekend. Dang, that's fast. Wait, no, yeah. I thought it was the fifteenth, thirteenth. Yeah, what's this weekend? This weekend's like the seventh. Yeah, yeah, second Saturday. That's all I know. I got a call from uh, Jason yesterday from Camden Tub. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So he's gonna come. Cool. Oh nice. Yeah, he got his media credentials. Oh, we need to get on that game. Yeah. Uh, well, what what does that give you? Uh, just more access and free. You can just walk around. Oh, you can walk in free. Well, I mean, you know, I'm talking about the, pre, the pre-reunion. Oh, but I mean, like, just for the well, whole open. Yeah, you, know? you can go to like the photo, on the track, photograph and areas and uh, stuff like that. Dude, we should get on that. Did you yeah. ask him how he did it? Uh, no, I think but we I tried last time actually. Did we? I didn't. I may I have sent an didn't. email to him, and they're huh. like, "Nope." <laughs> I don't see why we couldn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, I think we have a bunch of bunch of heads rolling. Yeah, I got both my passes. Heads rolling. Um, <laughs> I, don't think I got both my passes. And um, and Lane, you have one? I got my pass. And I think someone else got one. Kyle got one. Yeah. Basically, if you're listening and you want to come, just come. Someone we'll make else it, got We'll one. make it work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think people can just park at the normal Laguna parking too and just walk up, you know. Yeah. We can all ride up to our campsite or walk. We walked last time. Yeah. It was so freaking mellow that it was as far as parking and people and stuff. Just, just cruise. Come to Laguna Seca, uh, the Saturday, the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I know Brad's going too. 
Cool. So Brad and Jason are both going, and then dude, this is gonna be super fun. Yeah. You had any doubts? Well, no, I knew it was gonna be. Now that I mean, these Camden Tub guys year, are coming, you're like, this would be awesome. Well, I don't know. That's you knew it was gonna be fun, but not yeah. super fun. I just added the super because there's gonna be people there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm bringing my BMW. Yeah. So okay. Good. But uh, oh was, yeah, you you brought the van again. I brought the van time. last year, and. Uh, I was thinking we could podcast on that, but we'll have to come up with another solution. Ooh, that's a good... Oh, that's... Yeah, because we definitely need to do a podcast there. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Is uh, is your wife going? Sarah no. and the babe? No. no? Okay. It's just me. So maybe I'll drive the 190? No, I don't know. Maybe I'll ride with one of you guys maybe or something. Me. Yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out. Cool. Um, yeah, the, kind of the less cars, the better, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you're not trying to show one off. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Jetta. Cool, dude. Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> uh, is it that time? It it is. It is. Lane, why don't you do the honors, please? Oh, that could have been the worst one we've ever heard. That was the worst. That was like a dying squirrel. Lane just doesn't want to have to do it in the future. Um, Sandbagging. So Monterey weekend or week is coming up, and I just saw a couple interesting stats. Uh, this year they're predicting that 1,200 cars will be auctioned off that week in Monterey. Dang. It's a lot. And average lot. price is, well, last year, average price was, uh, average, average price, price of a car. Of the car sold, of cars sold at Monterey. Dude, that's okay. such There's a wide such range. Highs. Yeah. So this is like average, fifty million dollars, not the median. down to. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's cars selling for nothing, like I'm seven thousand bucks. No, not, not very nothing many. that low. I bet you there's like uh, two cars. I don't know. I, I was at the Russo Steel auctions, yeah. and they would like have these random little Fiat uh, Jollies that are but yeah, Fiat Jollies are like eighty grand now. Questionable <laughs> condition. <laughs> I think those are really probably more rare than the ten million dollar cars. Yeah, yeah, that's just an enemy. I'm gonna. Oh say... yeah, right, right. As far as number that sell for that, yeah. I'm going to say $220,000. That's a good guess. I think that's where I would have been. Yeah. Oh, so it means I'm way off. No, no. I'm just saying that's maybe I would have been right is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm going to say lower. Like, go first. I really should have. You should have. I mean, I, I really don't know, but I'm going to say 120000 Four hundred and sixty-one thousand wow. dollars average. Yeah, that's a weird number, though. That's a weird stat. It's Makes crazy. sense. Um, last year there was. Can I tell you actually? I'm sorry, I'm good at interrupting here, but uh, I was in a job interview today at Netflix, and they gave me like an estimation question. Oh God! It was like trivia time. Did you text me? No way! <laughs> and I Did was you like, tell him you're the king of trivia? <laughs> Did you say, hold on, hold on, hold on? I gotta make a phone call here. <laughs> Phone a friend option. Yeah. Phone a friend. Is there a phone a friend. Um, Did you ask yeah. him for a fifty-fifty or whatever? Like, <laughs> no. Give me but I definitely. There's no question in my mind that I, there was an extra pause where you could hear. You know, where I took a moment to think, like, oh my god, I suck at this at DWA. It's <laughs> a job interview. I'm really good. I'm screwed. Just let me out of here. That's amazing. I, I ended up doing reasonable, but it was just blind luck. That's good. That's good. That's great. Um. How many cars were sold last year? So keep in mind, twelve hundred this year. I I think last year was I I thought Should it I was a first? record year or something. That's what I thought too. So so twelve hundred this year. Yeah, last year, fourteen hundred. I would. I'm gonna assume that this year there's more. I'm gonna say uh, eight hundred. 
Yeah, very good guess. 860. Mm, I so, think that was a record year. Yeah, and it's 1,200 this year. It just kind wow, of keeps dang. ramping up. So it's everybody selling their 911s, goddammit. They're damn it. saying that the prices may not be what it was two years ago. Yeah. But volume-wise, it's still, the game is strong. So um, last year was a lot of Porsches and stuff. Yeah. I, what's what's this year? Have you Probably the same. Same. Everybody's on that bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah, but a, I feel like it's not as hot. It's not as hot. There's actually some really, really high-dollar Ferraris coming through. Okay. I think we might see. There is a, I think it's a short wheelbase 250 California Spider race car. Uh, what? It, it oh. finished third at 12 hour of a Sebring. Oh, no hey, What color? Wow. Silver. Whoa. Interesting. I mean, that could be like a $30 million car. Dude, that's pretty Dude, that's it really bad. Think how crazy those fuckers were in 59 or whatever. No roll cage. Yeah. 20, or probably 20, a hoop. Because what's, no, no what's a normal California Spider go for now? Like 18? Yeah. And it's got a big old meatball white with a number on it. That's pretty oh, cool. Man. Silver 250 California. And someone raced that for 12 a, a, hours. A period real race car? Yeah. That has that won, a, or not won, but got third place Podium. in a badass race. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to see a picture of that. So that's going to be a color other than red, you know? Yeah. I think it's going to be a Gooding or RM. And then uh, they had another really pretty car. A, I think it was a TDF Ferrari or GTO looking thing. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, big, big money Ferraris, and that's always down there. I mean, these are the biggest auctions in the world. Yeah. What are you guys going to do? Where do you What are you going to do down there? It's really tough for me because I got to work, and I don't want to go. Basically, I want to go like super, super early or super late. Like I don't want to deal with traffic. What? Sun or yeah, but you don't know which. I don't know which. Gonna go yeah. there do I was mentioning Legends of Autobahn? You kind of were like, eh. Uh, I've, I've and never... keep in mind that this year the featured car of the peninsula is BMW. No, I think I think you should totally go to it. Yeah, I just because it's I, free. Yeah, it's free, and it could be really fun. You know, BMW viewing. Yeah, and Mercedes. Yep, and Audi, and then Renworks or not Renworks, works but reunions, uh, works reunion at the same time. Same and time, then Quails yeah. at the same time as well. Yeah, the Quail. I'm not super. Uh, I'm gonna be working at Works. Okay. And so, are you guys doing that Cannery Row thing? Or Pacific Grove? As whatever? of right now, we're not doing exotics on Cannery Row. Okay. But uh, right now, my only commitments are Works Reunion, and then uh, we're going to that Lamborghini dinner that I go to every yeah, night you Saturday. Are. <laughs> I already bought some uh, red pants and yellow uh, patent leather shoes. So you got a leather sure. jacket? Yeah. Pass the olive oil to cool. Belbo. No, I have a green like jacket. So. Green jacket. Yeah. Like Masters? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. It's an actual Masters. Talking with y'all. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't seem appropriate, but I like where your head's at. And I have a um a Lamborghini hat, like a baseball hat. <laughs> That we well, need that. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. I want to get you a small dog. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be fun? You sweet. can borrow Sunny if you want. <laughs> but I think I want to go to I want to go to Concourse on the Avenue again. I but think that's, that's on Tuesday. Like Tuesday afternoon, morning. It's the morning. Yeah. I mean, it's in the daytime throughout the day, I guess. So yeah. I think I might uh, take off work that day. I was thinking that. about the there's a big fire in Big Sur right now, and if they don't get it under control by oh, then, oh man, yeah, if it's really smoky and stuff, or like they were talking about, ooh, that's not someone good for the car. Uh, huh? The Porsche dealership in Monterey, I was on the phone with them, and they said that it was like raining ash. Wow. <laughs> in the, in the, Jeez. Well, we have a few weeks. I know. I think they'll get it figured out. Yeah, but I just thought of that because you can't control that. No, <laughs> it's yeah, sure. and I want to go to. The, so I think I'm going to go to Concourse on the Avenue. I want, I'm going to go to works, obviously. I'd like to hop over to Legends. Yeah. Just 
to go there for an hour if I can, you yep. know, like, like leave where I'm at. It works. Uh, if it, I think it's somewhat close by, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. And then I think on Saturday I'll probably go to Laguna during the day. See the actual races. Yeah. Just kind of cruise in there and then go like the Lamborghini dinner is like right next door at the golf course. Cause it's right next it, door to Laguna. Italiano is, uh, yeah, I think it's a different golf course actually, but, uh, yeah, so I can just kind of hop over there afterwards. And I'm planning on going to Pebble Beach, but we'll just see how timing works. I have to go to a wedding that Saturday, so. Mm. Yeah. Ryan, anything? No, I don't think. Uh, You're going to be gone in Tahoe that weekend. Oh, yeah, right. And then during <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, the stuff, most of the stuff's happening during the week, right? Legends of the Autobahn, are you going to yeah. be working then? You don't know. Yeah. That? You are? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, BMW is the featured mark of the Pebble Beach. Well, no, not Pebble Beach. Uh, no, of the races. Of the races. And, you know, I'm sure Legends of the Autobahn is touting that and all that stuff. So BMW will probably have a a, a nice factory set up at Legends, I would guess. Yes. And I bet you at the races. At Lagoon oh, Sega, yeah, We'll see sure. some cool stuff. Um, they're yeah. gonna. They're probably shipping over all the fa- the stuff from the museum, like a lot of cool yeah. stuff, all the significant I'm race cars. Curious how many M ones we'll see, because they've gotten a lot more popular and people yeah. are like bringing them out. Yeah. Do you remember how many were built? Bonus trivia. And I just read this. That's why I was like, oh yeah. Oh, I remember we did that as trivia once. Yeah. Was it? Uh, three hundred eighty-four. Two hundred. 252. Not, I probably made the same guess last probably. time. Probably. That is very few of those very cars. Few, Whoever yeah. bought those when they were 175 and 200, man, what a good buy. 250. What are they now? Six. Oh, we called it. Like, I, know. I mean, a couple of years ago, they were only. Yeah. 550, wow. 600. Depends Jeez. on what you got. And Sweet. it seems like that's kind of low compared to other stuff, too. I could oh, so, see it go up. So, Brian, the taillights are E24 taillights. Oh, they are. Yeah, someone yeah, yeah. commented on that. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to bring up something too. <clears throat> so I saw it was like it's one of those like clickbait things, but it's BMW blog, you know, the website BMW blog. It's like yeah, I met that guy, yeah. yeah, that runs it. Okay, well they have awful articles. So <laughs> um, I think this they, I met the guy that writes. They them, do those so really shitty, you know, like lists, like Road and Track always does. I mean, you they, always see on your Facebook those, feed yeah. and everything, which are just the worst lists, like. It's like us answering questions on our podcast, basically. Terrible. You know, <laughs> it's really bad. I mean, God, it's that like, sounds pretty bad. It's, yeah. them, it's them being like, yeah. here's this question. Best, best, here's one. Best BMW taillights ever. Best eight. Um, name them now. It's us going, uh, okay. Yeah. So the answer, the, they have, <laughs> they have like, they had, I wish I, I meant to bring it with me, but, uh, they had BMW Z8. For this is taillights? Yeah, they are yeah. nice taillights. Uh, okay. Chrome bezels and all. Uh, <laughs> they were like high tech before high tech taillights were in. They, they, they are, they're simple, yeah. and whatever. Um, BMW 2002. They had, nope, no 2002. What? They had, uh, like Z4. They had E92. By the way, BMW has they had, boring taillights. They like, do, what actually. What are you talking about? Look at my E30. It's like the most boring. They do, taillight. actually. Yeah. So that was their thing. They're like, BMW didn't have interesting taillights. So it's like new <laughs> 6 Series, new 5 Series. But the ones that are interesting and nice are the roundies. F30. <laughs> you know? They don't mention the roundie at all. God. Or what anything. about the E9? has beautiful, like, 
uh, little slim tail. Oh, those are those are decent with yeah, like a real still, chrome bezel. Still really there. simple. Um, yeah. but basically it's all new cars. Besides the that sounds like a turbo. Was there a the, point to this lane? I'm saying just it was to the, boil your blood. It was the worst yeah. list ever. Yeah. And if if that's what they had, it's yeah. basically like, hey, look at these cars on the lot. Every BMW made, or I mean, BMW has 50 models now. But you know, it's like the M4 they had. They had the six series. They I had. Think the, I think the most interesting taillights would probably be the i8. They had the i8, of course. Like those are kind of. And cool. that was the headline picture of the article because okay. those are like. They're those very are interesting. Stand out kind <laughs> yeah, of. That's, that's like, like a design feature exactly, of that car, exactly. With the buttress kind of thing going on yeah. with them, but it was it was one of those like don't even make this fucking article because or you know so <laughs> they got lame. They trapped <laughs> you. I was so lame trap. It, man. <laughs> man, can't they make an i8 that's just a and like a na na lightweight. Yeah. Put the E92 motor in it, the just V8. Just fucking make it. Sell that no to your turbos. guys at the auto shop. No, they just, might put back a, that. just put a killer NA six-cylinder inline six. Dude, it's the M1, right? With 300 horsepower, like an M1? Yes. And it's all lightweight, but, yeah. but the modern, like carbon, sure. all that stuff? Sure. Plastics and whatever. Somebody, has anybody done that in the world? Somebody has to have. And I Maybe not. And no, I, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. No, no way. Than I you know what like they that. did? It's basically, it's like what the CRZ is to the CRX. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's what all the supercars are. I know. Huh? It's like, oh, you had that F40. Those were awesome. Those were really cool cars. Yeah, let's like just a make them automatic. Yeah. Put a bunch of batteries in them. <laughs> make them super heavy. heavy. Let's make them Enzo would be fucking punching people. Oh god! You know what I, oh, you know what I don't look forward to about Car Week? Hearing the story about Ferruccio Lamborghini. You know he owned the Ferrari, <laughs> and he was unhappy with his Ferrari. And Ferrari's like, "Go well, fuck yourself!" So he built a car to 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 take on Ferrari. Well, first, you he built a tractor. <laughs> you know how many times I had to hear that maybe, story? Maybe they should just, uh, as an organization, record this podcast, and they can just play that for everybody. Like you would be the speaker at the oh, event. So they're flying the Lamborghini clubs like flying Balboni, Balboni over and stuff and they want everyone to donate money for him what? <laughs> so, so it's like this whole thing like donate money for Balboni to come over you know he's not a rich man like all this stuff and uh, so John like forward it's me Lane your favorite cause you know kind of thing? Like, like donate money save uh, the children uh, uh, so they want you to and meanwhile like last year I know he flew they, they sponsored him last year too they, yeah and he brought his Balboni Gallardo with him He so he flew it over what <laughs> oh that's amazing well you can't come without your Gallardo yeah what's he gonna drive like? yeah I know yeah. he gonna go to her was he a fucking peasant <laughs> Dude. Amazing. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, we'll have many more updates soon. Should I we think, have uh, Balboni on the podcast? Oh, maybe. You should bring the Hit uh, him up, recorder, then. the test cam, and just get a little quote. He I love driving Wallace. Have him say, oh, that I love probably yeah. do that. He would be the worst guest. He like barely speaks English. <laughs> it would be the worst guest. Yeah, that would be difficult <laughs> for us be, to manage. Oh, man, Brian. We'd just be interview laughing him. all kinds. I think it just should be a Brian Balboni interview. One-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> one-on-one. On one. Barbara Good. Walters yes, style? Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll do some soft lighting and two ferns. Two He's going to try and make Balboni cry. <laughs> I would bring hard-hitting questions. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, be amazing. All right, on that note. Later. Peace.
in here, but uh, I was in a job interview today at Netflix, and they gave me like an estimation question. Oh God! It was like trivia time. Did you text me? No way! <laughs> and I Did was you like, tell him you're the king of trivia? <laughs> Did you say, hold on, hold on, hold on? I gotta make a phone call here. <laughs> phone a friend option. Yeah. Phone a friend. Is there a phone a friend? <laughs>